focusing on those positive aspects of your life instead of focusing on maybe your negative thoughts and, and the things that are not going exactly as planned. In the meantime, it's like, okay, well, what can you do? You know, maybe it's focusing on yourself or I know last time we spoke, you know, you were having some negative self-talk. So, you know, maybe this is the time that you could really work on yourself as well while searching for a job um, and kind of just make the best use out of this time that now maybe you have some more time, available time um, to work on some of the things that maybe you didn't have time prior because you were working full time. Yeah, 100%. The last month I've been going to hot yoga almost every day and I've had time to really work on my schoolwork, which is basically a full-time job. And um, yeah, I feel a lot more stable mentally and I am finding this time for myself very like refreshing and necessary. Um, So I definitely do feel better mentally for sure in the last few weeks. Very good. How is hot yoga with the mask? So it's not too bad. I okay. I put it off for months and months and months because I thought it was going to be completely dreadful. But it's honestly not horrible. It's not as bad as I thought it would be. It's kind of gross because the mask gets all wet. sweaty and wet. Right. And I just change it halfway through class. I put a new mask on, take it off the second I get out of class. And it's actually kind of helped me to focus more on my breathing, which is a good thing because it forces you to take deeper breaths. So it's not, it's doable. Yeah. That's great. And then how is your energy? So are you feeling really good? Like where, where are you at? I know you said you're doing better mentally, but kind of how are you overall? Physically, I've been struggling with Uh, It's really random, but very bad acne the last month. Today is the first day in maybe four weeks. My skin has looked clear, but my hormones are all out of whack. And I've been doing sort of an elimination diet to see what's causing me to break out. I've tried everything at this point, and it's so tempting for me to want to just run to the dermatologist and have him prescribe me some antibiotics for it. But I refuse to do that because I know they're just more damaging in the long run. So I really wanted to talk to you about kind of like helping my acne, what's going to make it worse, what might be triggering it, and how to balance my hormones because they're crazy the last two months. Okay. Yeah, definitely. So we could go over that. I mean, the one thing I would say is if you are doing hot yoga daily, that could be um, one of the factors in having more acne. Even if you're changing the mask halfway, I mean, think about it. You're doing yoga for what is it, an hour class, an hour and 15 minutes. Um, And people are getting a lot of acne just from having the mask on their face in general. So mind you, then all the sweat just sitting on your face could be an issue. Even if you're going home and you're washing your face and things like that. Um, I'll ask you, so what are your days looking like now? Are you following a keto diet and what are you eating pretty much throughout the day? Not on a diet anymore. I'm kind of learning to just accept my body where it's at right now. I definitely gained a lot of weight. I could see it in my clothes don't fit in the mirror, but I refuse to weigh myself. Um, but my days, I haven't been binging. There might have been like one or two days where I binged. 
but no eating disorder behaviors. I've really started to love sweet potatoes, which I love how my taste buds are changing as I get older because maybe a year ago, even I could look at a sweet potato and I'd want to vomit. And now they're become like one of my favorite foods. So I, I'm really loving like the vegetables and being able to eat quinoa and like soups again, not being on keto. So I've kind of not been following a diet. I've just been eating and stopping when I'm full. That's awesome. And right, you know, the thing is, is who tells us what weight or what size we should be, right? It's kind of this thing that we make up in our mind that we are going to be beautiful or we're healthy at this size or this weight. But really, you can't necessarily put a size or a weight and associate it to health right? It depends on what you're eating, what you're fueling your body with. So I'm, I'm happy to hear that, right? You know, it's like, that was one of my main struggles in my journey was always thinking that I had to be a specific way, whether it was vegan, or if it was keto or paleo, like I, I always had to have a name on myself or like my type of diet. And if I was a failure, if I deviated from that. Um, So moving to, okay, what is just focusing on eating real food looks like? Um, And that's sweet potatoes and quinoa. So I think that's great. And we oftentimes forget that the foods that we eat serve a purpose of the nutrients that it's providing to your body and also the vitamins and the minerals. You know, someone could say, oh, don't eat dates because dates are high in sugar, which is true, which I wouldn't say, okay, don't go and eat, you know, a box of dates or 10 dates, but magnesium dates do have nutrients in them. So realizing that you're eating to fill your nutrient value that you need for the day um and realizing that there is no bad food just some foods might not work for you as well as others so in regards to acne i mean people have an issue with dairy um that could cause acne so depending on are you eating a lot of dairy the funny thing about that is actually when i was on keto i ate so much dairy yeah and my skin was perfectly clear and now that I'm off keto I'm really not eating the dairy again and my skin's the worst it's been in a long time and two you know being aware of that switching up your diet okay you were very strict with keto then you know you went on vacation you binged a little bit so you've kind of been in this area where maybe your body is just confused of what you know, what is good for it and maybe what doesn't serve it so, you know, so well. Some people also have issues with coffee, um, with acne. Uh, But I would say the biggest thing that you could do for yourself is eat plenty of fruits and vegetables and making sure that it's a rainbow of fruits and vegetables, that you're really getting a variety of, you know, antioxidants. So, you know, smoothies are great. But it's it's cold out, so some people don't like to enjoy a smoothie as much. But maybe it's oatmeal um, in the morning or eggs. You know, you're doing the elimination diet, which 
I think serves a purpose, right? I do also believe that there's a difference in quality. Um, so again, some people don't do well with grains. Uh, you know, some people with an autoimmune disease might not do well with grains, but the quality of grain might change that. And also the quantity that you're intaking as well. Um, so take me through your day of like what you're, you're eating. Yeah, I started to wonder if it was the carbohydrates and the sugar that I wasn't ingesting on keto that made my skin clear. And now that I've introduced them back into my diet, if that's part of the reason my skin is kind of freaking out. But I also, I haven't been eating my smoothies like I used to. I was eating them maybe three times a day. But also about a month ago, I think what really exasperated the acne was I went on birth control. And after about five days, I started feeling extremely depressed and suicidal. So I took myself off the birth control and then my skin started breaking out. But now it's been over a month. It's been about a month and two weeks since I was on the birth control and my skin's still not adjusted. So I think my hormones are a little upset because my period is very irregular as well. Okay. Did you talk to the doctor at all? Yeah, they told me to go back on birth control, and I don't want the hormones, so I refuse to go back on birth control. Okay. Yeah, that's fine, right? I mean, this is the difference between Western and, you know, Eastern medicine. You know, it's what works well for you and understanding. I think a lot of us, especially with birth control, we go on it because it seems so easy. It's like, okay, it's gonna clear up my skin or supposedly it's gonna clear up my skin. And honestly, you know, whatever, for your other reason to feel more at ease. But understanding that there are side effects to birth control and you are putting something artificial into your body. Um, So definitely that could be an indicator of, of something. So it's been over a month since you've been off. It has been over a month, but about a week ago, I took Plan B, and my skin's been that kind of uh, exasperated my skin again. But with what you said, I've watched this really great documentary on Netflix that you would probably love called Heal, and it's about, yeah, it's kind of Eastern philosophy and like spiritual teachers talking about how Western medicine, a doctor will prescribe a pill for an issue, which just kind of covers up the issue. And then five years down the line, you're going to need another pill, but it never really gets to the root problem. And I just really want to heal my body, not kind of put a bandaid over it for a temporary fix. So that's why I refuse to go back on the birth control. Yeah, which is fine. But then you have to also realize like, okay, you did take plan B, which is fine. But again, you need to give your body like time to heal because unfortunately we have birth control in there, going off birth control, then plan B that all of this is messing up with your hormones. Um, So understanding that you would think that in a month it would go back, but it could take a few months. Um, you know, there are some women that once they get off of birth control, sometimes it takes like six months for really all the birth control to get out of your system. Now, if you were only on birth control for like a month or whatever, um, then it might not take as long, but knowing that it is going to affect your hormones, 
Um, so, and then were you on birth, con- a different birth control prior? I can't remember. So I was off birth control for maybe six months. Okay. Um, at that point I stopped birth control in February and then I tried going back on it in, uh, the first week of November. Okay. And were you, when you were off of it for six months, was your period regular? It was not. It started to regulate maybe after two months. Okay. So after getting rid of birth control, then within two months or after two months, then your, your period became more regular. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so I would say that is probably one of your main issues um, in that realm. Where When is the last time that you had Plan B? Was it a month ago or more recent? The birth control was a month ago. The Plan B was a week or two ago. Okay, okay. So I would just say give yourself some more time. I mean, you said that your skin is clearing up. It's hard for me. Like, your skin looks clear to me. It's hard to tell. Um, it's good that it's clearing up. Your body's probably just figuring out what it's supposed to be doing. Um, right? Because when we go on birth control, it's pretty much making us stop ovulating. Um, you know, and it's, or it's forcefully, yeah, you're stopped ovulating, right? I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, what is it? Um, and then I'm not so familiar with what plan B like does you hormonally but I would assume that it would affect um your menstrual cycle as well so I would just and have you gotten your period since yes okay um I would start tracking it track your period if you can if you have like a Fitbit or any app or even if you want to just write it down for yourself just to see how regular regularly regular you become and how many months it's going to take you to get regular um there's also some supplements that you could take if you wanted it to become more regular where they say that it is more regular i think it's chasberry um let me see but in that case i wouldn't think what have you removed from your diet so I was taking black cohosh, which was an herbal supplement meant to regulate my period. Okay. I found it was making my acne a little bit worse. So I, I've stopped that for maybe two weeks now. And it was more so with stuff I was putting in my smoothies. I was taking marine collagen as a supplement that okay. I, had, I had an allergic reaction to that. I started getting hives and like a small rash. Really? Yeah. So I eliminated, I threw that out. <laughs> what brand were you taking? I use my um, Nature's Answer. Huh. Yeah. It's actually, I have a boyfriend now and it's his supplement company. So he's been giving okay. me supplements. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. Um... Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, so it was, uh, I was taking a hair, skin, and nails, which I removed from my my diet as well. And 
I thought maybe it was peanut butter for a little while. I kind of refused to give up my coffee because I love it so much. But I also removed everything from my skincare routine, like any extra toners or creams or whatever. And I tried to make it as simple as possible. And it's just been very persistent, my acne. Okay. I would, I would think that it has mostly to do with the birth control and all of that. Um, I think sometimes we can get overwhelmed or stressed with like thinking that it's something in our diet or that we need to remove and something sometimes that can become very overwhelming so I would just monitor that you know any herbs or you know supplements that you might think all right maybe this could have an effect um those are okay to remove but I would bring it back to basics and how do you primarily eat or drink whole foods and your fruits and your vegetables. Um, so I don't think we ever went through like what your day looks like. I know you said you weren't really drinking smoothies again. Yeah, I don't know. So today I didn't have really breakfast when I woke up around eight. I wasn't hungry, so I just had coffee and then I had an apple with peanut butter at 11 and I also had hummus and carrots and then I ate lunch around 2.30. I had some soup and some sweet potatoes. Okay. So are you eating out a lot now or are primarily, okay, so you're still eating at home? I, my boyfriend is very healthy. He basically just eats chicken, rice, and broccoli for every meal. <laughs> so I'm happy that we go out maybe once a week. He kind of keeps me in line with my diet. Well, first, congratulations on your boyfriend. Thank I'm, you. I hope you're happy because when we last spoke, I know that was um, kind of one of the stressful factors of just not feeling good about yourself. So I hope that... Um, you know, he makes you feel good about yourself and you could feel confident around him. Um, yes, thank you. He is very, very fit. So I feel I, it's easy for me to feel big around him because he has, he says he doesn't, he has a six pack. He has his own body issues, but he's very fit and I feel fat around him, but he doesn't tell me I'm fat or anything like that. He somehow thinks I'm beautiful. So it's just a matter of me feeling good enough, I guess, around him. Yeah, and realizing that you both are choosing to be together. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, it goes both ways, right? I mean, it's almost you are your worst enemy in a way where he sees that you're beautiful and you know, also, right, it's not just about looks or everybody has their own insecurities. So it's kind of your insecurity that is affecting your relationship or could be in a negative way where you're with him and he thinks you're beautiful. Right? Yeah, so he says. (laughs) But you don't believe it. No, I don't, because he's so, in my opinion, he's he's so handsome and, like, very clean, like, very good-looking, and I just, 
It's so interesting because when I met him initially, I was still on my keto diet. So I was, I was thin and now I just feel like I'm porking up. So it's been, it's been a process and I, I find myself, I keep apologizing. I'm like, I'm so sorry I gained weight. Like, I'm so sorry I took my hair extensions out. I promise I'll get back to being pretty at some point. So. So you've known each other for a couple weeks then or a couple months. October. October. Okay. Um, first of all, never apologize. I think something for you to work on, first of all, A, I'm glad that you're not on a diet anymore. Um, and you're just eating real food, right? It should be, it should be really simple. It's like, take out all the preservatives, take out the packaged food and just focusing on foods that don't need ingredient labels. Um, so it's like you're eating sweet potatoes. That's great. You know, you're putting some olive oil or coconut oil on it. Great. Uh, and then for yourself of, I think for you, and I know even we're not, I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe don't even take this advice from me because I'm supposed to be focusing (laughs) more on nutrition, but, um, you know, I, I hate when you think like, you are so beautiful and I want you to believe that. And then you're with someone that, again, he's choosing to be with you now. It's not about weight. Um, and he, I'm sure, sees you for your personality and, um, you know, things that you guys might have in com- a common and, you know, things that you enjoy doing together and, and all these other things um, and things that you're beautiful. So, you know, I think the least thing that or the last thing we want to do as women is apologize for the way that we look and um someone once said something to me and i'm like oh it's it's that is so true it's like when someone gives you a compliment it's like oh lauren you look beautiful and it's most of the time women are like oh god like i haven't washed my hair and like or it doesn't look that great or like this is an old shirt or whatever it's like we always negate it so it's not that big of a deal um so I think part of it is almost instilled in us women of trying to kind of like nitpick at these little things that don't really matter. Um, but for you, I think what is going to make you more comfortable? Like, is it the weight? Is it just getting more comfortable with diet? Like, what is going to make you happy and confident so that you can live a happy life. Yeah, I don't want to have to rely on keto or losing weight to feel confident, but at this point, I'm just so thankful it's winter so that I could bundle up and not show my skin because I've noticed we started going to the gym together. I started going to his gym and I feel even too fat to be in the gym, which is really sad because I feel, especially with people like my age, that girls need to look hot to go to the gym. Like you have to be some sort of Instagram fitness model to go to the gym. And I just noticed myself comparing myself to other girls. Even yesterday we went and there was this woman, she must have been like 40 and she had like abs and like very, was so tiny. And I felt like, oh, Nick's going to see her and he's not going to want to be with me anymore because he's going to realize how big I am. And it's sad, but I feel like as a woman, the more space I take up, the less valuable I feel. 
Well, and something I would I would challenge you on is thinking about how much time are you spending on this, right? And it's something to put in perspective for all of us because you know, one thing I've been looking at just as a coach and a woman in general is god how much of a woman's time are we spending worrying about our weight and losing weight and trying a new diet? And it's not even just like hours or days. I mean, you're talking about decades of from a a woman when they're in their early teens up until they're like 50s and 60s and 70s and they're still on a diet and trying to lose weight. Um, And then thinking about that and saying, I'm not going to hold myself hostage anymore. Uh, One thing for me that really helped was going to hot yoga. And when you make an intention in the beginning of class, really looking in that mirror and starting to love my body or say nice things about my body. It's like, what do you, what do you love about your body? Um, You know, and the more that you could switch those negative thoughts into a positive, the better that you could, you know, that you will be able to progress and grow as a person. But I think that the more that these negative thoughts come up, it's okay. You could acknowledge them, but it's how do you react to them? Do you let them sit with you and ruin your time at the gym? Or make you feel so, you know, selfless or not confident at all. So, you know, I would challenge you is how do you get that negative thought and then automatically turn it into a positive? Or it's like, okay, I feel, you know, my thighs are so, like, large. And it's like, no, I have beautiful, strong legs. Like, us as women, we all have different body types and it's embracing our body type. And whether you believe in God or another figure, also it's like, okay, are we telling God or whoever you believe in and saying like, sorry, you created us poorly? Like, you know what I mean? Like we are all beautiful in our own way. And the majority of the beauty almost comes from confidence and also learning to treat our body with respect and not only in a mindset way, but also through nutrition. So, you know, that woman that you might see in the, you know, in the gym. Okay. Well, do you know if she's ever gotten liposuction? Probably not. You know, like you don't know that. Do you know if maybe she is struggling with an eating disorder and she does not eat? So, it's separating, you know, for you, it's being skinny does not equal being healthy and really coming to terms with that and knowing like, okay, being skinny does not equal healthy and I want to be healthy. So, you know, for you, I know it's hard because especially with Instagram, are you still off Instagram and Facebook and all this social media or are you? Yeah, I'm off Snapchat. I'm off Facebook and I'm off Instagram. Okay. So, yeah. It's helped Good. tremendously, but I am very thankful for my body. I know I take it for granted. It's just hard to appreciate it when only one body type or looking one certain way is celebrated. So Yeah. But you also have to this is I will say, you also have to find those people 
or if you are on social media that are celebrating a woman with their natural curves or even a plus size woman or a bigger whatever or all women in general so finding those kind of like niche markets where you know yeah you're not going to want to look at the models or things that are just not realistic but how do you find individuals that support you and that positive body image um instead of putting it in a box of needing to look a certain way yeah it's hard for me to not get bitter like you said at god or the universe because i was never skinny and i know there's some sort of expectation for women to have to be short and petite and small and i've never looked that way i'm five foot eight i'm tall i'm more built athletic and i just get so bitter and resentful when i see these girls that are naturally thin and they work out for like a week and they already have a six pack and it's just here i am uh i feel i've been struggling with my body image and my weight my whole life and it just feels unfair as pathetic as that sounds so but how how old are you now 25 26 26 okay um you know what I, I when i tell you that your 30s are going to be better than your 20s which you probably won't believe it now <laughs> um you know it, it is true like I, I i'm 34 right and it took me probably when i was 30 i was more confident and do we ever get to the end goal like do i ever have negative thoughts about my body of course I do like we all are human so to have the misconception that you're going to get rid of all your negative thoughts is just it's not real right like but it's how we acknowledge those thoughts and how we react to those thoughts um you know I think makes the biggest change and you know you know it's the more the positive mindset the the mindset is the most difficult factor right like weight loss is extremely difficult but I would say the majority of it has to do with the mental aspect a hundred percent um you know and it's the same thing where a lot of people associate weight loss with working out Whereas working out is really about 20% of it. Most of it is nutrition. Um, And we're also taught in society that you need to starve yourself in order to reach your weight loss goals or to be thin or lose weight. But that's also completely untrue as well, right? Like we learned calories are not all equal. Um, You know, eating a cup or two cups of broccoli is going to be much different than eating a granola bar or a candy bar or a cookie or whatever it may be. Um, you know, so just giving yourself the time to appreciate your body and see where it's going to develop. Like, I guess when you go into your thirties, it's like, all right, I don't even care about being skinny anymore. It's, it's more like, I want to be strong. Like I want to be able to lift weights. I want to be in my forties and my fifties and sixties and just be like badass and be able to like work out and be fully functioning. Um, so, you know, it's going to take time, but I think that you also have to give yourself for all the years thus far that you've been working on this. 
is and and also realize how much you've grown over the years and realize that none of this never none of this comes overnight so even with the job search right it unfortunately we want everything now or yesterday and we want things to happen at our own pace and at our own time but it just doesn't work like that um and realizing that through every challenge comes a larger reward and life is meant to be challenging and these are the times that you're going to grow so even for you you're growing being able to sit with me and be honest right like you're verbalizing all of this and acknowledging it and saying like hey yeah like i don't feel pretty i don't feel worthy and that's great in its sense because you're able to be honest with yourself you're able to be honest with me and that's where you're able to then start growing um and learning from what you might want to improve on so but for yourself like i would say for your boyfriend give him the give him the opportunity like give him give your relationship the opportunity right to to succeed and grow and um you know if he sees you as being beautiful then obviously you are beautiful I mean I could tell you that too but you have to start (laughs) believing it uh and realizing that okay like me maybe saying like oh I'm sorry I or apologizing could potentially negatively affect your relationship right because you know how you need to be able to believe that you're beautiful and you're worthy because everyone else telling you is not going to be able to necessarily change your mind um so for you and like your clothes hey if you want to wear leggings now fine sometimes too you know there's been times where i'm like okay i'm gonna save on those pants like i'm gonna be able to like you know, fit into them one day. And sometimes it's like, no, we need to just go out and buy a new damn pair of jeans. Like, it's okay (laughs) if we went up a size or two or whatever it is. Like, because sometimes confidence in the clothing comes from it fitting correctly. And it doesn't matter the size. It's just like, okay, we feel good in this outfit because we like the outfit and it fits us properly. And maybe it you know, accentuates our waist or whatever we want it to do. Um, So realizing like, it's okay to go up a size or two sizes. And I think for you, when you were doing keto, when you were doing strict keto, yes, you lost a lot of weight. Yes, you felt, you would tell me like, I haven't worn a bathing suit. I haven't felt that confidence. Um, But I guess I'll say to you, so what were the negatives of keto? It was just restrictive, and other than that, I just was always the odd one out. Like, I couldn't celebrate with my friends. Um, Just going out was a pain in the ass, and I was eating the same things every day. Yeah, and so to me, when I hear that, I see someone that is looking for balance. I see someone that is trying to find a way of eating that they're not questioning what they're eating at every single meal and worrying about how many calories or carbs or sugars or whatever. Um, You know, it's almost like we want to eat mindlessly, but I don't want to say that term, but like 
we want to just eat the foods that we're craving, right? Like you're sweet eating sweet potatoes. There's nothing bad about sweet potatoes. Um, and for you, like you told me before, you're eating when you're hungry and you're stopping when you're full. So that's really important. Um, and you're doing yoga for, you said daily in the heat. So also acknowledging how strong have you become since the summer? Like, I'm sure that your body has changed somewhat of just doing hot yoga because some people say yoga is not a workout. Like, it's a effing work. Like, it is a workout. Um, and you're getting stronger. Your upper body is strong. Your balance is better. Like, you're breathing. So all these, you know, different things that maybe you didn't have when you were doing keto. Yeah, people that say hot yoga is not a workout have never done it before because I feel so much better since I started going both mentally and physically. Um, I do feel stronger. I'm able to do the vinyasas more and even going to the gym like two days a week with my boyfriend and we did uh, a pole fitness class, which was really fun. So I do feel stronger and more in shape. Um, So I do want to keep that going with the the working out because you do feel just better not only physically but more confident too good and how do you feel in yoga class do you tend to compare yourself to other women in there too not so much I mean yes I think it's it's so funny because maybe last week Um, I was in class and there was a girl that had a very nice figure and instead of admiring her figure like a normal person, I was like, I hope this girl slips in her sweat and falls and hurts herself. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just like, what the hell is wrong with me? (laughs) Look, we're all human. Um, I would say for yoga, since it's making you feel good, how do you how can you best utilize that time and not only for a workout for mentally as well so again in the beginning if you're setting intentions um you know focusing on all of them or not all of them whatever you wish but you know of focusing on your body and positive body image and you know just saying like sometimes it helps to just be like i love my body and maybe you don't believe it today but if you keep on saying it it's going to help you um you know and realizing that you're trying to achieve that balance which is hard to find right and it takes time so you know i think you're on great track of going to yoga now you're going to the gym with your boyfriend um you know also we knew from before when you sprained your ankle you know you were running a lot and doing a lot of cardio so you know do you want to go back there or you know what does balance look like to you and what are you trying to achieve yeah that's a good question I think I'll start running a little bit with Nick in the springtime because that's when he he says I start cutting it's the guy term or something. Um, it's it's just hard in the winter because my walks, I loved, there's nothing better than taking a nice like 30 hour long walk in the sunshine and the beautiful weather. And now it's 30 degrees and taking a walk kind of is painful because I'll walk back in my house and my hands are frostbitten and I can't move. So that aspect is kind of challenging in the winter, especially because the days are shorter and the nights are longer so it does 
impact me a little bit in that way. Yep. And I think one of the great things, I like the seasons because I think that, right, like the summer, we want to be outside all the time. So whether we're doing work outside or we're running or going for a walk, But then sometimes like the fall and the winter, like the winter is time to maybe work more on ourselves internally um, and spending more time journaling or maybe it is hot yoga or maybe it's just cooking or learning a new recipe. So utilizing the seasons of kind of the cadence of your life and what you work on um, and giving yourself the time where it's like, all right, you go to hot yoga, maybe you can't do the walks outside, but what is something else that you could add into your routine that's going to provide value and is something that you really enjoy and you're able to clear your mind? Maybe that is journaling, maybe it's cooking. Um, you know, you need to find what works well for you. Um, but the winter is definitely a, a challenging time for most people because it is cold and the days are, you know, the darkness is a lot longer than we're used to um even I was thinking to myself I'm like why do I live in New York like I don't want snow like it is so (laughs) cold I know that's what I said today too I'm like I can't wait to get off of Long Island (laughs) it can't come fast enough you know but hey it's our time here again what can you work on for this winter and also you know we're always go, go, go. And maybe your body just needs a break. Um, and that's the same thing with going back to work, you know, whereas again, in this time, if you need money, you could always make money, right? Like you could get a part-time job somewhere and maybe it's making less money or minimum wage, but it's only temporary, right? And it's just to get you to the next step and to bypass a little time. So you don't feel so stressed financially. Um, but also realizing that maybe winter is a time of rest for a reason. And, um, you know, there's more work that you could do inside than, um, you know, than we, we might think of. So, um, I definitely like to look at the seasons like that. If it's just a chatty, are you still doing beach body? I need to do that. I bought it with the idea that since I spent the money on it, I would actually use it. But I've used it maybe twice since I've gotten it. But that's okay, right? I mean, I feel there's two things. It takes a while to create a habit. You know, like you're talking about, all right, people might say 21 days. It takes longer than 21 days to create a habit. Um, and then the other thing is, what do you enjoy doing? You're enjoying the hot yoga. So just go, you know, go to hot yoga. Do what makes you happy and fulfilled. Um so I think that's really important. And you're you're you are a certified yoga teacher, right? Yes, I am. Yeah. So yeah. that's awesome. I mean, you know, there's also possibility there of you being able to do something if you wanted to go um that that route. But and then two, um, I think we spoke about this a little bit last time. How do you take one or two things each week to work on um, and not overload yourself, right? Because a lot of times we get overwhelmed where it's like, all right, I want to eat really healthy. I want to do beach body. I want to do hot yoga, go to the gym. And like, 
there's 10 things on our to-do list and we're really just setting ourselves up for failure. So how do you pick one to two things each week to focus on? Um, for you, I would say keep on eating your whole foods. Maybe you could add some more smoothies in, um, you know, if you can. Again, I understand it's, it's hard in the cooler weather, but if you feel like you're not getting enough like greens or things like that, um, you could definitely add that into your diet.